Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seydal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I'm so excited. Now I know I say that all the time, but I'm extra excited today because I have an author on the show and what better than to have an author on the show to talk all about his book and talk all about, you know, the ins and outs and what inspired them to write the books. But without further ado, welcome to the show, Robert Collier. Hi, Andrea. <laughs> now I'm laughing because I called you Robbie the whole time we were working together. So it's like, yeah. it seems like a new name, but it is your real name and your. Yeah. yeah. So Robert is my middle name, which is what I go by Robbie. And uh, I just put, you know, Robert, cause I, it's more professional. And as I get older, I'm kind of transitioning more into the Robert and away from the Robbie. Cause Robbie's more, I guess, kiddish, <laughs> but this is true. Yes, this but is- I do go by Robbie, but uh, yeah. So I would love to announce the title of your book, which is available today. So if you're listening to the podcast, his book is available today. It's called Beyond the Cue. Do you really know the people around you? So before we get into all the ins and outs of your book, Robbie, Robert, (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself. So I can tell you the origin story of the book, and I'll give you a little bit about myself as well. I am... I studied finance in school. Originally, I wanted to study marine biology. Um, I went to a school in South Florida for university and also high school. I've, I've grown up in South Florida, born and raised. I, um, I, I transitioned from wanting, I wanted to be a marine biologist pretty much my whole life. Uh, transitioned from that first month of freshman year of college to working in finance. I've always had a business background with my family. And uh, I've always been a creative type of person as well. So I wanted to study finance. So I learned the language of money or in other words, became financially literate. And but uh, my passion is always having some sort of idea and then bring it to bringing it into fruition, which segues into the origin story of this book. So it was maybe my junior year of college or so. And I was playing pool with a friend that I had known for perhaps three months at that time. And as you get to know somebody, you start picking up on characteristics that they have. And um, so, of course, for three months, I he was a classmate of mine, but, you know, was a friend also of mine. And when we hang out in groups and, you know, even in class, I could start picking up on some of the characteristics of him. But when we were playing pool it was our first game that we played before and we played about five or six games and through the maybe an hour's worth of playing more or less and um through those five or six games I started by the end of us playing and I was at home thinking about it later I was like you know what it's crazy that in that hour's worth of playing I picked up on pretty much all the same characteristics that he exhibits in real life. 
it didn't take me three months of getting to know him. It took me an hour and a half and I started like analyzing the game that we had played. So what I'd concluded was maybe there's something behind this playing somebody in a game to learn some of their characteristics, to get some insight into who this person is. Then that developed into me asking a few psychologists um, at the university what they thought of the theory. They paused and they, I remember speaking to this one psychiatrist and kind of paused and he's like, you know, I remember when I was playing, for example, dominoes with a friend of his when they were younger, he said that they used to get really angry and, you know, throw the dominoes and start making excuses. And he said that guy later grew up to beat his wife mm -hmm. and to beat his partners. Now, of course, this is not always a one for one, but he started listing some other examples of people that he'd played games with and how that later, you know, manifested itself into their life. So after I got some confirmation from a few psychologists and research of my own, I thought, how am I going to best portray this information? Should I write it as like a nonfiction psychology book and have doctors co-author it with me? Or I had read a book that you now know called uh, The Go-Giver. And in The Go-Giver, it's a, it's a small, short, it's a short fable with a with a central theme and a well-written story and it keeps your attention it's a page turner in other words and then i thought okay i don't really want to go the non-fiction psychology route i would prefer to go the fable route the same way in a not the same but the similar concept as the go-giver which is a fantastic book for anybody listening yes well it's I wanted a book to... that i actually highlighted on this podcast too <laughs> yeah i love <laughs> because... You it's, told me all about it. It's such a, it is a page turner and I can see the influence that you had from that book. Right. So I, I liked the style of the way they wrote that book. So that's kind of what I was inspired by. That's the style of, of the way that they had taken a central theme, which is if you give, you shall receive. And um, but the way they they you 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 follow along the protagonist's life on as he learned the lesson. So that's what I've done with. I've tried to do with uh, Beyond the Cue with Nolan, who's the protagonist in the story. And well, yeah, that's the origin story to Beyond the Cue. And that's a little bit about myself. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And I celebrate too the fact that you you came on to this and you were like, kind of like had a light bulb above your head and you're like, this is a really amazing concept. And then the fact that you confirmed it with psychologists and then um, you turned it into a wonderful, remarkable story about an ambitious young man who really does take himself to remarkable success just by learning from other people and through games. And so- well, Through his mentor specifically. Through his mentor specifically, you're so right. And what's so cool about that is that your book is a page turner, I have to say. And I love that it is such a basic concept, but I don't know about you, but even when I play, like, for example, if I play a game with my mom, my mom, like my kids would be like, you know, 
acting out or trying to figure out the rules and stuff like that my mom would be so calm about it and she'd be like oh and just the way she like puts out the money or like moves her things or whatever game she's playing whether it's monopoly or trouble or anything she's very calm and gentle and my mom's personality is a hundred percent calm and gentle so your concept is so profound and so true I mean who hasn't gone on a golf you know for a golf tournament or a golf game and you like you see people getting frustrated or I know for me, I lose steam at about the eighth hole. And, and that's sometimes in my life, I show up in a, in a really, I'm great in the beginning. I can go full steam ahead. I got lots of motivation, but sometimes I might lose steam halfway through a project or a job. And, and, you know, even if I go and work out, I do the exact same thing. So it's so interesting that, and it's so common that you right. can see little insights and little discoveries about someone's personality or someone's character when you know when you look at them through you know whether it's monopoly or pool or like and that's really what your book is about it's all about this is almost like and we were joking because we were we were kind of coming together with um the the description right on amazon and the description is like this is a book a must read book before you enter any significant relationship or like you know if you're going to hire someone or have interviews because instead of doing an interview you're like saying you're basically saying like go take them out and play some sort of game with them Correct. Yeah. And the reason that I think it's also important is let's say that you have a business deal with somebody and let's say you go into business together and everything's going well. The economy is doing well. Your business is doing well. Um, it's easier to remain level headed when things are when the waters are calm. However, what about when COVID hits? And the economy is in turmoil and you don't have as many, you know, customers entering your doors and you're on the verge of bankruptcy. How will the person act in that scenario? You know, and there's a quote in the book that goes along the lines of don't judge a captain's ability to sail when the weather is ideal. Judge their ability to sail when the weather is less than ideal, because that's when you can really see how this person acts when they're under pressure which people and that's also why in the book you can't just pick any random game you should pick a game that you have some foundational understanding to so that while you're playing you're not too focused on the game versus you're focused on the person that you're playing the game with because that's the important part here oh that's so good yeah. And it's such an insight, right? And then, so you're suggesting that because of your skill, you want to have a bit of a skill level, right? So that when you do bring someone on to play some sort of game and, and I love that, like, it's so true, like put someone under pressure and you see their true colors. And that's kind of like, and that's what game does too, right? If you think about it, it's like, oh, if they suddenly start to lose or the pressure is on or, you know, or they're not doing as good as they could, or it's not happening perfectly. It's, it's amazing to see the different, the different responses. Yeah. And if you're, let's say <laughs> playing mini golf on a date, because it's not just oh, for that's business. A good one. So let's say you're playing mini golf on a date. And I mean, I'm speaking from a straight guy's perspective. Let's say to the I'm talking to the straight guys, or I mean, vice versa. Let's say that the person you're playing with is cheating. Let's say that you're, you know, they kind of kicked the ball closer to the hole or something. What does that say about them? Or let's say that they're very strategic and they're very focused in on the game and they're not distracted by their phone and they're zoned in. 
and the chemistry is working that between the two of you, you know, they, they, they don't get mad if you're winning uh, and they don't boast if they're winning and you're losing. So that says a lot about them as well, but oh, yeah, it's just, it's all in the details. That. It's all in the details. So playing with perception of this and it's so funny because what's coming up for me is I, I do remember like when I was back with my ex, um, my one that has a problem with it, had a problem with addiction. Um, it's interesting because he ended up stealing from me, manipulating and all those kind of things. And I, he would cheat. <laughs> I did catch him cheating in many games and like, you know, so it's interesting, but it's also interesting. I know that sometimes it can be a, a playfulness too. Like I, for, for some people, they might go golfing. Like for me, I know I'm a playful person and I might just like pick up the ball and kind of throw it over my head, even though I'm cheating. It's like, Oh, I didn't see where that went, <laughs> but it's more like a playful approach. Because yeah. Yeah. It's not, I, it's not, it's not meant in like a malicious way. Of course, exactly. So, okay, I love this concept. So how, like, so who did you write this book for? Who would benefit from reading this book? I mean, the description says it best. Anybody that it's like must read before entering any significant business deal, marriage, or serious relationship. I would say it's for everyone, specifically for those people, because if I could have told this to my 18-year-old self before I got into a few not only personal but professional relationships, I would have loved to have heard or learned this advice. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just don't want anyone to regret getting into a serious relationship, be it personal or professional. And kind of looking back on it thinking, man, I should have seen this coming. Yeah, well, now here's your tool to see it coming. I love it. And I love that you do admit that it's not perfect science and it's not for sure, you know, necessarily um, causation. Like it's like basically means that it's actually true. Like it's just a little bit of an insight, almost like a clue into someone's character. And more times than not, you can see little reflections of their character, especially when they're put under pressure. But you're seeing it in a wonderful nature of a game, like whether it be, you know, chess or even like golf or Monopoly, like you're saying, or pool or even cards. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a wonderful angle to really take things in. So yeah. do you have any suggestions like for the listeners? Like what, what like, you know, obviously there's so many nuggets inside your book that they're going to want to get a copy. We're not giving away all the, the juicy details right now, but this is just the general concept within your book. So is there something you would want the listener to know right now? Don't let the person know why you're playing them in the game. You can't because that that gives the whole thing away because now they're going to be cognizant of, well, dang, because here's the whole thing. Like within an interview or a first date, a lot of people put on a mask of someone that they want you to think that they are versus who are they really. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say, no, I, I, I am myself on a date. No, you're not. No, you're not. A lot of people try to put their best foot forward instead of their actual foot forward. This is a this is a way to catch them off guard. As long as they don't know why you're playing them in the game, this doesn't also mean to play every game the rest of your life this way. But when you're (laughs) going to use the game as a tool, then you can't let them know why you're playing them in the game. So true, and I love that increased self awareness, or not even self awareness, just awareness of you know the behavior of those. 
um, people around you, even in children, like your kids, you can see their, their personalities and their nature in it. Like, yeah, it's incredible how you can really use this concept in so many ways in your life. Originally, it was just supposed to be for business. The original title that I had in my head is Billiards Before Business. But then it wasn't just pool. I, I the, the book, for example, is Nolan, the protagonist, plays pool because, as the reader will learn, this is the game that he's good at. But as you had mentioned earlier, it's applicable to any game. It's applicable to any game. And um, yeah, once you read the book, you understand more of kind of what games to use uh, and what games to kind of stay away from. Because there are certain games, for example, ones that use a lot of adrenaline, like a high-intensity sport. It's kind of difficult to pick up on behavior characteristics of somebody, especially when there's adrenaline that's influencing their behavior in, an, in a high-intensity sport. There's still things you can learn from it, but the book will explain certain, like what to look for and how to look for it and what games to use and uh, how Nolan learns all of this. So, And he uses it to his massive success, which is so fantastic. Okay, so what's coming up for me is it reminds me of a time where I was with my boss in New York and um, I was running on the treadmill. We went to an Orange Theory class and so I'm running on the treadmill, right? And she's running beside me. She's going full tilt. Like, you know, she's in the red zone. She's getting all these flat points and everything. Anyone who goes to Orange Theory, they know what I'm talking about. And so she's looking over at me and I'm staying in the green. I'm just running. I'm comfortable, but I'm running at a pretty quick pace. And she's like, Andrea, you're not pushing hard enough. She reaches over and she starts turning up the speed on my uh, treadmill. So then I started going faster and I could do it. I actually surprised myself. And so it was so funny because she said to me, she goes, that's interesting because you you tend to hold back in your life as well. And she just goes all out. And was so, she the instructor or this is just your friend? This is my boss, actually. And she does go all out in life. But she's the she, instructor of the class? No, no. She's oh, just okay. beside me as my like, you know, partner friend. We were just having fun working oh, okay, together. Okay. Yeah. So she was turning up my treadmill going, Andrea, you got to push harder. Anyway, so it was so interesting. And she's like, that is amazing how even just in a fitness environment, right? It shows you that I had that tendency to conserve a little because I'm not yeah. sure about my abilities or yeah. I, I, I second guess myself. And, and those yeah. are, and I'm being vulnerable here. I'm sharing a little bit about me and that's, that is what it shows up in yeah. my, my workspace and in many times in my life. So and in, Interesting. And a similar example to to you, uh, my sport is basketball. I, I've always loved. Besides, I mean, my let's say high intensity type sport is basketball. I love basketball. Um, and I was playing one time, very rather similar to your story. I was playing one time with my friend, and if he's listening, he'll know exactly who he is. We we're playing, and in basketball, there's a term called driving to the basket. You know, uh, not literally driving like a car. So driving to the basket is you just. Uh, you you cut towards the basket through the defenders and you try to like either dunk the ball if you're tall enough or lay it up. So I was very, he noticed after we were playing, because I'm someone that loves to drive towards the bat, always used to be. And he's like, I noticed you were, you were, you were very passive. Like you're very passive. You kept passing the ball out instead of you had lanes that you could drive to the basket. You just chose not to. You're just taking shots you shouldn't be taking. I could tell you were being hesitant. What's going on? Like he could tell something was going on with me mentally. And there was. 
there was definitely things going on with me mentally and he could see that through my behavior in the game. Um, but this is not something that I always am. It was just something I was going through at that time, but it was, he could tell through the way I was playing the game. Oh my gosh. I love this. So it's really an insight. And also it's like, you can also have insight towards yourself and how are you showing up in games? Like you could use that also on yourself as a reflection, although you're looking for it. It's like, huh, like I have a tendency to do this or wow, that's interesting because I kind of do this or so it can tell us a lot about ourselves too, right? As reflection. It can. Yes. Okay, so if there's one final thing you would love the listeners to hear, I know they're going to okay. all want to go out and purchase your book, Beyond the Cue. Do you really know the people around you? Um, what would that be? I think we pretty much covered everything. Um, I, If they want to read a page turner, if they want to learn something that can be applicable to everybody's life, um, you know, I think within every book and within most books, there's there's a few golden nuggets. So if they want to learn a few of these golden nuggets that are within this book, then and they want to have a, it's an easy read too. It's not it won't take too long. It'll I mean, for a few of my friends, it took them a few days. So it's it's you'll get through it quick. You'll absorb the information uh, rather easily. So, yeah, I mean, they'll learn something and they'll enjoy their time learning it. Yeah. And Robert, you are a fantastic writer and it was such a joy to read. And I actually, after I got my my official copy in the mail too, I sat down in one sitting and I read the whole thing. And uh, so it's so great. You're right. It's, it's you know, digestible. It's a page turner. It's like, you know, it's exciting. And um, I love all the insights and it kind of leaves you thinking, oh my gosh, and kind of like being more aware of all the people around you and just a new perspective. I just love it. One thing I would like to say outside of the book, but about the book is I'm not, I never thought I would be an author. You know, this is just to anybody that has any ideas for anything. I don't know how this book will turn out. I don't know if it's going, hopefully it'll sell well, who knows, but I put the book together. I didn't have a ghost written. I've never been a writer necessarily. I just had this idea. So for anybody that's listening, whether you want to write a book, write it, sit behind your computer. That's what I did. I literally sat on on uh, Google Docs and I wrote the book. Whatever your idea is, you can do it. Oh, but I didn't study this. I didn't study to be a writer or a journalist, but I wrote the book. There's a lot of things that I do that I didn't study, but I do it. There's only one way to see if it's going to succeed or be successful is you go and do that thing. So with Andrea's help and... um people around me, you know, I sat behind, I grinded and I wrote this book. You can do whatever you put your mind to. That's, that's just what I want anyone listening, whether it's a book or a business or even a relationship, go approach her respectfully, go approach him respectfully. You, you can, you can get whatever you put your mind to. You just have to have the, uh, the courage to go do said thing. Don't worry about failure. Failure is just, you need to fail in order to succeed. I think so. Whatever you put your mind to, just do it. Oh my gosh, that's such a nice message. Yay. And you must be so proud. I'm so proud of you as well. For I know how hard it is to write a book at times. 
And so, yes, sometimes it's just like getting, getting down to it, focusing on it, having strategies and overcoming our thinking. Sometimes our thinking is what holds us back. So you're so right when you say that. And just like, if you want to, and it's in your heart, you have a burning desire. I know you did. And this concept and idea, you knew that you wanted to bring it to the world and that helps so many people. You thought in business to start, but then it really opens it us up to so many people and relationships yeah. and everything. And and we are the people we surround ourselves with. So, I mean, even Andrea knows that there was times where I said, I'm just done with this book. I'm done. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but because of the people around me and Andrea herself, you need good people around you as well. Like no, um, no, no great business was built by themselves. Apple, Microsoft, no, none of these like empires were built by one person. So you need a good team around you. So use this book to pick the right people to put around you because this will give you the insight into people before you bring them into your interpersonal professional and personal circles because you need we are the we are like the five people we hang around most so make sure you know who you're hanging around do you really know the people around you <laughs> oh i love that great segue and uh, yes, and you had to do a, a pool game with me, right? Before <laughs> before I helped yeah. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's no. like, I wonder what game we played. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> so that's it. Thank you so much, Robert Collier, for being on the show and beyond the queue. Do you really know the people around you? Your book is available today on Amazon and through all distribution channels. Wherever you purchase books, you can get your hand on this book. And I know you're going to love it. And I can't thank you enough for bringing this to the world and giving birth to your book, Robert. Thank you so much thank you andrea if you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind you've got to come over to my website at andreasidel.com where i help people read write and publish books i believe books change lives so whose life will you touch with your book if you've been thinking about writing a book or you know you've lacked the time maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done or you've been wanting to publish your own work well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.